is we announce it, we wait 30 days, we, we receive any citizen interest forms. There's a, there's a form on our website. Somebody that's interested in serving on a board, they fill that out and send it to us. After the 30 days, we have what we call first reading. And in cases where the one person has applied, that's a formality. But in cases where several people have applied for one position, then the commission has to make a decision on first reading as to which one they will advance. The following meeting, we do second reading and appointment. So it's a, it's a three-meeting process, but it gives it a 30-day period so the public can, can show any interest that, that they might have. Okay. Uh, hunting the list, the boards that we announced last night, I have with me. Give me just a second. Okay, that is fine. That is perfectly fine, Judge. We're joined this morning by Lee County Probate Judge Bill English as we discuss yesterday's Lee County Commission meeting. Uh, Zach, we have a position on the board of the Department of Human Resources, one on the Lee County Youth Development Center, two on the Lee County Public Building Authority, and three on the Lee County Rec Board. Uh, some of those, like the rec board, are appointed from each district. So okay. some are countywide and, and some are not. That's a fairly typical process for us. Okay. We're joined this morning by Lee County Probate Judge Bill English, and we will continue our conversation next. We're joined this morning by Lee County Probate Judge Bill English as we go through... Yesterday's commission meeting. All right, let's uh, let's touch on some of the old business first, if that's okay, Judge. Sure. Uh, Mr. Renneman brought us a, a very accountant-based issue. Okay. Uh, we're going to create a trust fund and set aside some funds to cover the funding for future expenses, uh, other post-employment benefits like health insurance. You know, we have to now account for our pay for our retirees. And OPEB is where we have to also account for the potential costs from those retired employees on down the road other than just their retirement pay. So so we did that and set aside $3 million to cover retirees in the future, health, uh, current and future retirees, things like their health benefits. Okay. Uh, Reverend Joshua Lewis appeared before the commission and uh, cited President Biden's executive order 13985, and it was trying to ensure that the commission allocates the federal uh, rescue plan funds the way they would like to see it. So uh, we're going to hear from a number of groups who, who want to have a lot of say about how that's done. He was kind of trying to I won't say grill us, but pin us down on different things like well, what's the timeline and, and what's the process. And now, Judge, is this the money that we've talked about before, the 30-something 30, 30 million? 31.9. Okay, got yes, it, sir. got it. And, and thank you, but we really haven't made many of those decisions yet, nor is there a crisis crunch to hurry up. Right, I mean, you've got some time. And we want to see the whole picture before <clears throat> we start piecemealing. Yeah. Uh, we had another group last night come in and ask for funding, and, you know, I can see where from the public perspective, oh, the county's got some money, let's go ask. But we're not going to jump until we have an overall picture of, of all of the possible uses, all of the requested uses, all of the mm -hmm. 
and then try to set some policy decisions first about where should this money go, what kinds of things should it go for. Uh, certainly the county can recover things that we are out of pocket because of the virus. That's probably first. I've encouraged the commissioners to let's consider their favorite request type things and the department heads needs. So if the sheriff or the revenue commissioner, they've got something in particular, Zach, I think we need to start trying to prepare for if it gets worse again, because that kind of has been the trend in the last month. Right. Should we have to go back to limited operations? How can this fund help us do that better? Mm. I mean, we got through it. I'm, I'm proud of the way we did it, but we certainly had some, some bumps and grinds and yeah. learning experiences. And so let's use that and try to be in as good a position as we can uh, should this thing come back. Did Reverend Lewis, when, when, when he spoke to the commission, uh, the commissioners last night, did he list certain things that he wanted uh, the money to go to? Is that, is that no, how that? Sir, okay. Not specifics. Okay. Uh, it was more about uh, we want to be included in your decision making. I mean, you know, ultimately the commissioners are going to have to make some tough decisions totally we, yeah. we can't fund everything everybody wants and we understand that so i think one of the key uses of those funds as spelled out by the feds is for system infrastructure such as broadband now the state has some funding for broadband as well and some some wise council said let's see what they do and then use ours to fill in the gap if we jump and do ours on broadband we could later find out, well, gee, the state could have paid for some of that. But so, and, and we had a lady uh, during Citizen Communications who wanted us specifically to address broadband on her road because her road doesn't have the cell coverage. Got it. At several places. Matter of fact, uh, Commissioner Cannon last night uh, had EMA bring an item to the agenda about purchasing some weather radios. I'm sorry. We can't say weather radios. They're all hazardous radios. You get it. Sure. Uh, there's a section of a road up in his district up in northwest Lee County where they don't have the coverage to know about the weather. And so we're uh, we're going to purchase, like, at 75 all-hazard radios for okay. weather warnings uh, for that area. I, I'm guessing we may see more of that in the future. But. Okay. Uh, things like that are clearly uh, pertinent uses. I think our road infrastructure, I mean, we could easily spend every dime on roads. Right. It'd still not be through. And that's, yeah. uh, nobody is advocating that. But there are some key things that we might could not otherwise do. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things important for us is to try to make sure and be able to show a connection from the coronavirus to the expenditure right. so that it's properly used. And as Mr. Renderman has pointed out several times, you know, there is some risk here because should down the road somebody determine, oh, that wasn't a proper expense, then there's what we call a chargeback. Yeah. And that's, so we we got to be real sure. Got to be careful with it. Everything we do is yeah. not going to be questioned like Right. We're joined this morning by Lee County Probate Judge Bill English, and we will continue our conversation next. We're joined this morning by Lee County Probate Judge Bill English as we discuss yesterday's Lee County Commission meeting. 
All right, Judge, what else was discussed last time that we haven't got a chance to get to this morning? Uh, Tiffany Gibson Pitts appeared before the commission uh, with a presentation about a, a group she has created, uh, Girls Steps, Inc. Mm -hmm. I've seen her post a lot of the stuff on social medias and stuff. So. Yes, sir. She came. It was a generalized request for some assistance as well. Uh, very thorough presentation. Uh, we had an item about the county license inspector, and, and I can see where that might confuse people. That is for our subdivision regulations that our highway department enforces. Uh, when the regs were written, they call for an inspector to do certain things, and many years ago, we named the then county engineer, Neil Hall, as the county license inspector. It's not for driver's license or business license or car license. It's, it's about subdivisions. And so we changed it last night to say V. Lee County Engineer. So currently, Justin Hardy is our engineer, so he's our license inspector. Should he retire at some point and a new engineer come in, then that would be our license inspector. Is a, is a formality, really. It's just crossing all the T's and dotting all the I's. Okay. All right. Uh, Ms. Price had a couple items on the agenda last night. She is changing her tag software. The vendor that provides it currently has... Had some struggles with it, and I think she's had some struggles with how it operates. Tags is a constantly changing uh, oh, yeah. subject for computer programming. Right. So uh, she's asked for and gotten approval for a contract with a company called Ingenuity out of Pelham okay. uh, to provide her tag software. They'll be doing that changeover in September, October time frame. I'm also talking to that company about some business license software for my office, possibly. Oh, nice. We'll, we'll see. Cool. Uh, she also had a request to increase the mail fee. Uh, the mail fee on car tags has been a dollar and a half forever. Uh, I went to two dollars of maybe ten years ago now. They go up again. Uh, and she asked, and the commission agreed to to go up to three dollars uh, last night. And we're also going to have a two dollar fee on mobile home decals that we have not had in the past. So she's trying to just help that system break even. Uh, we had a pretty significant increase in our expenses in that category this year because of all the people that did it by mail due to the coronavirus. So is this just like a shipping thing? Is it to cover that? Okay. Yeah. Got it. It covers the envelope. And it takes a good size little envelope to mail your sure. car tag if metal plate's coming out. Yeah, that makes sense. Used to they would replace the metal plate every so many years, and the state, as a cost savings measure, has extended the life of the plates. Uh, I, I think in the next year or two, we're going to see more new metal plates coming out, which increases our postage costs. Okay. All right. Uh, she's being proactive. Got it. Uh, we also set some budget work sessions, uh, Zach. The uh, budget time is here, and we we try to have work sessions to, to cover some of that. We're going to have one after the commission meeting on August 9th. Okay. We will not have one after the meeting on August 30th. We will have one on September 7th, which is a Tuesday, I think, the day after Labor Day. Okay. Uh, and then after the commission meeting on September 13th. So there's three budget work sessions. We also set a couple of more for after the 13th of September in case we need them. Years past, we've done that. We usually haven't needed the last couple, uh, but, but we'll see. You okay. and I'll talk about that more as we get closer to it. All right, good deal. Is that about cover it for uh, for yesterday's meeting, Judge? Yes, sir. Okay, fantastic. Um, is, is there any news out there yet regarding the county and and COVID related things? I know I know the hospital yesterday kind of put something out that 
hospitalizations are increasing again. I think they said it was up to 30 again. Is there any is there any kind of feeling that the county may need to, you know, get go back to where we were a few months ago? Uh, I would tell you we may be close to that. We're not there yet. Uh, I gave the commissioners a note last night. Two of my 12 employees live in a household with somebody who's positive and has symptoms. Okay. And one came to work yesterday, one didn't. Uh, we don't have the paid leave for coronavirus anymore, so if somebody's out, they're out on their own sick leave. And I just, I, I'm, I struggle between, I mean, half mine have been vaccinated and half have not. We can't require that. Right. Uh, is it fair if a, if an employee wants to come to work because they don't have leave and they don't want to lose any pay, even though a spouse is homesick with it, is it fair to the other employees? Or do the other employees have to make a choice, hey, gee, I, I'm going to stay home because her family's sick. I, I, we've uh, got some contingency plans for using half staff on given days so that everybody doesn't get exposed all at the same time. You know, if, if we get enough employees come down with it, we'll have to shut down again. Yeah. Uh, don't want to do that. Right. Going to try to prevent that, but I'm trying to be on the front end of it instead of playing catch up. Sure. Like last time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Judge, thank you so much for your time as always. Really, really appreciate it. And we'll, uh, we'll chat again in a few weeks. Thank you, Zach, for helping us keep everybody informed. Of course. That is Lee County Probate Judge Bill English joining us this morning. And that just about does it for our second hour together today. Coming up in our final hour, we will have a Turling Tourism Tuesday as Anthony Turling of AO Tourism joins us in about 10 minutes for his weekly segment. And then at 8.35, we will be joined by Auburn High School's new head football coach, Keith Etheridge. He will stop by the studio. And, of course, we will be airing their games this season on Wings 94.3. But look forward uh, to hearing from him in about 30 minutes. Stay tuned. This is Auburn Opelika this morning. <laughs> 